And we begin the next section of our davening as we're in the final home stretch of Psuke de Zimra. After Vayivar David, the next section comes from Nechemia, the ninth chapter. And so on. What is this section and how is it a continuation, a transition from what we just read and what we're going to read following? As opposed to the last few psukim in Vayivar David that were written and described the time before the Beis HaMikdash, David HaMelech is celebrating his triumph, his victory, amassing and accumulating wealth, transferring it to Shlomo, who's going to build the Beis HaMikdash. Those psukim are a description of Osher V'Kavod Milfanecha, that our wealth and our honor, it all comes from you, Hashem. We dedicate and we devote all the blessing and good fortune in our life to advancing and promoting your will. It's anticipatory. It's predicting the future. It's a pledge and a promise for what will be. We now transition here to Atahu Hashem Levadecha, these psukim from the ninth parak of Nechemia that describe a very different time. The Beis HaMikdash lay in ruins. It was destroyed. The nation Kla Yisrael had returned from the Babylonian exile, Babylonian captivity, just a short time before. Rafersh writes that these psukim are describing it was necessary to imbue the nation with a renewed consciousness for the people to know of its origin, its destiny, to persuade them to be willing to make sacrifices for the fulfillment of their mission. This describes not anticipating a glorious time, but in fact it describes a broken time when we needed to come back, we needed to return to our roots, we needed to understand who we are and what we're meant to be, what our mission is in this world world. These six psukim describe the dominion of Hashem over all creation, and included among them is the description of how Hashem was able to suspend and reverse the rules of nature in order to perform Kriyas Yamsef, to split the sea. So therefore, this is the perfect example, this is the perfect text to bring us from Vayivarach David and transition us to Az Yashir, which celebrated the splitting of the sea. On the 24th of Tishrei, the Jewish people gathered in Yerushalayim, fasting in sackcloth, they gathered in order to do tshuva for the fact that they had assimilated. While they were in Bava, while they were in Babylonia, they had intermarried. They were being brought back. This is Nehemiah, the ninth chapter. The Levim began by saying, Kumu borchu es Hashem. Get up and praise and see Hashem. Understand the responsibility, who we are, who we're meant to be, our mission. Don't assimilate. Don't blend in. Don't be a spectator to your own reality. Don't conform to the place and the culture in which you live, but realize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has put us where we are and He's given us what we have because of what we're meant to do with it. And He describes that Hashem can be seen in three different ways. The first way we see Hashem is through the Bria. We see Hashem through creation itself. And with this we begin the first Pasuk. Atahu Hashem levadecha, you alone are Hashem. Hashem, it's with your power, your uniqueness, your singularity that you made the heavens. And not only the heavens, what we see when we look above, but Shemei Hashemayim, what is above the highest heavens. And not only the highest heavens, and their host, V'chol Tzva'am is describing something which is even higher than Shmei HaShemayim. The Ramah and Hilchos Yisori Torah describes the layers of the heavens. And here we're describing Hashem. No matter how high we go, no matter how high we look, no matter how impressed and how much filled with awe we are, none of that, none of that is on its own. It all comes from you. It pales in comparison. Ha'aretz, the world, the land, V'chol Asher everything on it. Hayamim, V'chol Asher Bahem, the seas and everything in them. kulam. You're the one who sustain, who maintain, who keep it all alive. And even the Tzva Shamayim, that highest level that we refer to and that defer to, even it is Mishtachavim, it bows and it prostrates itself to you. It's very interesting.
interesting to note that this section begins this pasuk with what seems to be a paradox or a contradiction. We start atahu Hashem levadecha, atahu Hashem. Why not just say atah Hashem? You are God. Atah is very casual. It's very comfortable. Atah is first per you God. Who now we're describing God as if we're from a distance. So which is it? Is it atah Hashem? You are God. Or who are we talking about God? Are we talking to God or are we talking about God? The commentaries point out that here we're really capturing what is a theme pervasive throughout the Siddur and throughout our davening, which is this dual relationship we have with Hashem. On the one hand, He's our closest friend. He's our confidant. He's the love of our life. He's our spouse. We have the metaphors that describe the comfortable, casual relationship we have with Hashem. Ata, Ashmona Esrei, Ata, 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 you, you, you. We have access to Him. We can confide in Him. We feel His presence, and yet at the same time, we recoil with a sense of who. We can't talk to Him. We talk about Him. We can't be comfortable or casual. We have to be filled with awe and reverence. And He is the only one that we have this tension, this balance, this dual relationship. And that's why this relationship is unique. It is alone. And that's why we describe Atahu Hashem Levadecha. What is Levadecha? What is alone about God is that simultaneously He is both Atah and who. We talk about him in first person, you, and we talk about him, who. And that combination, those two together in one moment, make him levadecha. It is a unique relationship we have. We've given an introduction, a little background to these few psukim that bring us from Vayivarach David and take us to Shira Sayam. And please, God, we'll pick up with it next time.